0: Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live, and today it is my special honor to have writer, director, actor extraordinaire, Sean Patrick Flannery with us. Sean, thank you for being on our show. How are you doing? Uh, brother, thank you for having me. I'm
1: doing uh, I'm doing pretty amazing. I mean, ju- just uh, being in Cannes, in the south of France, at this film festival just kind of makes you feel... A little bit better it brightens up every aspect of your day it's I, good man it's so I, good what i'm sure
0: i'm doing great and i'm sure it does being there with uh, all the celebrities the people the movies let me ask you a question is frank and penelope uh premiering at cons this year so we premiered at the riviera international film festival
1: in italy in uh Right, right in uh, in between Corsica, Sardinia, and uh, then the next stop, the very following week, we came to Cannes, and uh, we screened the movie last night. So, I, I, I mean, those two locations to put it on the big
0: screen is it's beyond my wildest dreams. You I know, saw I- the film, and I gotta tell you, Sean, I absolutely loved it. Let's give uh, the people. Let's give people the, uh, the, the lowdown on where they can watch it. It is releasing nationwide in 50 cities on June 3rd, which is just around the corner. The film, of course, is called Frank and Penelope. So let's just get right to it. Uh, Frank and Penelope is an action thriller romance. The way I like to describe it is Thelma and Louise meets the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> now, Thelma Louise, it, now Thelma and Louise is mentioned and referenced quite a bit in the movie why was it important for you to put that Thelma and Louise reference in the film
1: you know I, I, I wanted to uh, introduce the idea of one taking their own life and I wanted to do it metaphorically um, Frank is not somebody that uh, hits the nail on the head with his speaking, but he speaks in metaphor uh-huh. and he's, he's quite poetic. And so whenever somebody asks him a question like that, he uh, references a, a film uh, counting on the fact that they've never seen the film and they won't know what he's talking about. But he feels good with himself because he fully, completely disclosed what his intention was. Exactly. And it was hidden behind their lack of knowledge or information.
0: We have to talk about the amazing performance by Kaylee Cowan as Penelope. Uh, Fairly newcomer, but she made this movie. She was just absolutely brilliant as Penelope, this multifaceted girl. So tell us how Kaylee came across your way was this the first time you met her did you see her on an audition tape and you're like that's my penelope
1: yeah you know uh T. U., our casting director uh very you know thinking outside the box is an overused term but not with uh T. U. uh her and uh, william shockley one of our producers you know n- nine times out of ten you know your casting director is going to bring you bankable names etc but she said i want you to take a look at this girl and it was evident from the first two minutes of her, of her audition tape, there was something incredibly unique, rare, magnetic, and fucking special
0: about Absolutely. this. Absolutely.
1: And you know, it, 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 it wasn't an overnight decision because then I discussed with the producers. I said, you know, you know, hang with me for a minute. I know you've never heard this name, but let's just watch this. Uh-huh. And one after the other, Alan Gilmer, Scott Dolezal, uh, uh Chili. William Shockley, they all—you're absolutely right—and we all agreed with to you. And uh, uh, the same thing with Billy budenich Oh yeah, those two names in the movie—the two leads that nobody's ever heard of—and I think they—they they cracked it out of the park. There is something incredibly, incredibly rare that they house inside their soul, and they throw it out on
0: the screen. They I mean, do it in spades. I think I—I I, I really got lucky with those two I really did the chemistry the on-screen chemistry between those two is just you feel it as a viewer It, it touches you Penelope is a survivor I mean in this world she will do what she needs to do she is a very smart girl she knows how to play the system and survive uh and right up through the very ending of the film the viewers, at least for me, there is still that small lingering doubt if she's still playing an angle, okay, to survive uh, with uh, Frank. Was that your intention uh, to sort of leave her because she's so mysterious, she is so good at playing the hustle. uh, Was that your intention to sort of leave it open-ended for the viewers to sort of decide on their own?
1: You know, I I, I would never, you know... uh... I'll I'll bring the horse to water, but what what corner they choose to drink from is up to them. But I will say this, you know, she houses probably the most powerful attribute any human can possess, and that's the power of influence. Yeah. Um, She used it in a lot of different ways, and she used it for the last time, so she thought, in the strip bar. And she admits such on the hood of the car. Mm-hmm. to Frank, I will disclose the information of the scene. but she kind of parked that. She took that quality and that usage and put it away. But then when life or death scenario happens, she decided to willingly pull that out of the pocket again and use it. Against she's a a survivor. survivor. Yeah.
0: And sure enough, that shit will knock down mountains. It definitely did, and it uh, like I said, she is a survivor. Now let's talk about the Texas Chainsaw Family. I, for lack of a better term, that's what I'm calling them. Uh, are they, You wrote, you helped pen the script. Are they just flat out crazy? Would you describe them as a cult? How would you explain the family in the middle of nowhere that owns a motel? Very Norman Bates like. Uh, how would you describe them? What was your inspiration when you were, you know, putting this cult family together? You know, the inspiration
1: was all kind of up here, um, as as it says in the script. Mercury got into the water, and as we all know, for those of us that eat way too much tuna fish, it can make you sometimes a little kooky. Uh-huh. Uh Well, if, you know, if 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 ten thousand times the dosage went into your water it can uh rearrange your thinking process but i wanted an air of logic to chisos as well i didn't want him to come from left field for left field's sake like everything that every line of chisos is, is something that he firmly believes that he really knows to be true and a lot of his lines make you think and go well he's not actually wrong i i don't know why i don't agree with that yeah. but you know, they're, they're, I, 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 like a, I like a bad guy that sometimes you go, damn, he's got a point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, um, doesn't, doesn't mean that he's right. No. Doesn't mean that you don't want him to, you know, get splattered like a bug. But uh, I, I, I want him to be multidimensional. And I want him to come from a place. I want all of his lines to be delivered in the context of, no, I know this to be true. Yeah. And here is what wrong. Absolutely. uh, You know, and Kaylee and uh, Jonathan Sheck against each other, they made for a powerful pair, man.
0: Absolutely. That's what I want to talk about. Jonathan, uh, amazing job at Chisos. He was a great choice to cast him because, as a cult leader, he's charming, charismatic, as we have seen throughout history. A lot of cult leaders are, if you want to classify him as a cult. Uh, The name Chisos, there's a little reference in the movie. I think with Penelope, do you mean Jesus? And the uh, the other person, know cheese sauce. Uh, was that just a comedic element that you put in? What's his name supposed to be Jesus? And because of their dialect being out in the middle of nowhere, they just pronounce this cheese sauce?
1: Well, his name is Chiso, Chisos, C-H-I-S-O-S. Uh, and that that is a, a, a reference from some of my research from the mining companies there was a chisos mining company wow. uh, back, back in the day in that part of town where they, they did mine mercury so i used that but even to me when it's thrown off the tongue it does sound a little like cheese sauce <laughs> sometimes you know the first time i cheese chisos cheese, you would never think somebody's name is chisos <laughs> but it sounds a little like jesus so i played with that and it sounded a little like cheese sauce and it's offensive if somebody misinterprets your name for something as base as cheese sauce. So uh, I thought it had an adequate element of biblical reference, and on the other side, the cheese sauce, an adequate element of, of 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 insult.
0: Perfect. When people read the synopsis, look at the poster, they might think Frank and Penelope like this is a Bonnie and Clyde type couple. They get together like Thelma and Louise, and shit just. Spirals out of control. They go on a big crime spree. That is not what this movie is about. Um, So with the marketing and the posters and the synopsis, is that a loop you wanted to throw the viewers? Maybe going in expecting one thing, but to give them a completely different story altogether and make it that much better? Well, you know, at at the movie's core, I think it's uh,
1: a horrific allegorical love story. Mm-hmm. Everything that I've ever seen movie-wise, every piece of music that I fall in love with has the element of love in it, Yeah. whether it's love's removal or love's insertion. And so at its core, I'm not a fan of action movies that just have action for action's sake. If the stakes aren't high enough, if, if, if I don't have a vested interest in people, it doesn't work for me. So at its core, I wanted it to be a story about uh, humanity, yeah. And, and and two people's blossoming love for one another and i wanted to care about that love I wanted to fear for that love's removal um and then, and then surrounding it with violence that, that that threatens to remove that love and probably some horrific nightmares for some men and for some women out there a couple of situations that happened which would be, which would be a nightmare everything that you have in your soul to invest in another human being to think that potentially, that could be removed like yeah. that maybe it was just a lie it's horrific to me it is so uh i, I think you know the scene that i'm talking about mm-hmm. but uh you know surrounding it with things like that really gave gave it a very punctual
0: human element f- to me i agree I, I realized on the screen i agree uh now frank and penelope is your first feature film directorial debut okay as a yeah. lifelong actor doing some huge hits, you have an impressive resume. Is directing something that, you know, earlier on in your, in your career, something that you knew you wanted to get into? Yes, but in the right context.
1: You know, I've had an opportunity to direct in the past, but it's never been the right situation. And I'll, I'll give an example. Um, you know, you can have... A, You can record a song. You can be one member of a 50 piece orchestra where you only come in at the third minute for about an eighth of a second. And then you never play again,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: or you can be a solo artist. And although both of those people recorded a record, they both did very, very different things. Directing can be looked at in the same way. There's some directors that hardly make any decisions. And then I've worked with some directors that get an opportunity to make every creative Decision that you see on the screen. Um, I was interested in chasing something that I saw in my head, uh, and this was the perfect opportunity for me to do that. I, I'm I'm incredibly grateful because these opportunities, these unbridled opportunities for full creative freedom, they're 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 not fleeting. They're mm-hmm. they're they're the unicorn. They don't they do not exist. It doesn't happen so it, very often. It doesn't, but I looked out my back fence and there was one of those one-horned fuckers in my backyard. So I saddled that biatch up, <laughs> I went to a gala. and I, I, I hope it found another unicorn, procreated, and I hope to see a herd in my backyard. I hope. I don't so. probably I hope so too rare. But man, I'd love an opportunity to do it again like that. But I, I completely understand the rare opportunity for creative
0: freedom that I had, and and, and I don't, I don't, don't take I'll, it for granted. Don't take it for Uh, granted. Yeah. Now you have a pretty significant role in this film as well as the club manager. You don't have, your character doesn't have a name. Uh, We see you a lot in the beginning and we also see you in the end. Was it uh, always your idea to play the club manager or was it sort of something that, you know what, we've auditioned people, but you know what, I can do this. Let me do this. Let me also step in front of the camera and play the club manager. it was
1: from from coming out of the gate it wasn't my idea to be in the film but uh i mean at my core i started my first business when i was well i mean i had my first paper out when i was eight i started my first real business on my own a car detailing company a mobile car detailing company when i was in high school so i i'm I'm a businessman at my core i always knew you know um there's, there's a couple couple of roles in this that i could do I, I hope I don't have to. I hope we cast it. And God knows that if a bit, if a, if a better name comes in, let them do it. I don't care. I, I want the best product, but if we can't find somebody, I can certainly step in and do this. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I didn't set out to play the club manager. Um, I had a great time doing it. It's a bookend. So it was like one day in the beginning and one day in the end and it worked out, you know, it worked out well. Uh, I, I, and by the time we shot that, um, my DP, my AD, my entire crew were we were bonded. We were together, so it was okay to step on the other side of the camera, knowing you guys have exactly what we intend to shoot, and you're going to crack it out of the park, yep. centerfield
0: into the parking lot, and they did. Kevin Dillon is also in the film. He plays Sheriff Dalton. Uh, was Sheriff Dalton does not have an expanded role in the film, but yet important. Was Sheriff Dalton written with Kevin in mind? Are you and Kevin friends? Did you uh, invite him to be in this film? Tell us how Kevin Dillon became involved. Well, his name is not uh, Dalton. Uh,
1: um, uh, we, we actually show his calling card in the film. And he's got a very, very, very specific name. I, I, I want you to make a note. And if you look at it again. Look I got to see it again.
0: What, what is it? um well it, if you don't want i don't want you to spoil it but i'll, I'll yeah, do I don't
1: it. Want to spoil it but uh, his middle name is morrissey uh, his middle name is morrissey and i i want you to check it out and and uh, call me or shoot me a text and let me know what you think okay but,
0: i totally missed that part now yeah but, so
1: check it out the, it's a little Easter egg for some people that are bibliophiles but but it's my little homage to 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 other area greatness
0: and now, that, part, but that's my what's, that, that's what's great you put all these little things in there like the cheese sauce and and the, the card that I missed apparently that people really need to watch this movie twi- twice to see everything now the film credits the original story to John Thaddeus. uh how involved was he and what was what were his thoughts on the film when he saw it uh John Thaddeus started out with a great story. He did.
1: He's an incredibly talented writer, and he gave us a story to write that that I, th- I thought was amazing. So, you know, we went on a location scout, and I scribbled a couple of things down, and uh, the gates opened. We came out of the shoot, and we made the film. Uh, I, I think he's very, very proud of it. I know uh, he wrote a great story, and uh, he's seen it, and he
0: digs it. Awesome. Now yeah, you. Man. You are from Texas, that, and the film was uh, shot in Texas. Uh, you yeah. are from Texas, right? Yep. So what was it like shooting in your home state?
1: Well, you know, Texas is, uh, is about as big as 12 of the normal states. Yeah. So where we shot in Terlingua, or as I casually call it, the Ling Ling, that is the... Westernmost tip of Texas by El Paso, it's right across the border from Juarez, Texas. Pretty dangerous part of town, and there's nothing there. Alpine, Texas is the nearest grocery store. It's an hour and a half away, so it's nothing like where I live. I live in the boonies outside of Houston, uh-huh. but there's a grocery store ten minutes away. I can get some sandwich bread if I need it. You yep. can't in Lingling. It's crazy. But it was 110 degrees. You know, we had uh, threats of uh, people going down with some heat stroke. We had huge lightning storms, billowing clouds that would come in. And you could see them almost a day away. Wow. And say, going to get here, and sure enough, the next day you see that same black cloud creep in, lightning strikes. We did it. All of our power came from a generator, too. There's nothing plugged in. So when lightning struck, we had to shut down completely. So we lost about three days to that just due to Mother Nature. But uh, it's uh, it, it offers
0: the opportunity to shoot a landscape that you can't get anywhere else. I I could totally see that now one last question before we go Uh, Billy, Kaylee as Frank and Penelope both did an amazing job their chemistry, their romance, their love is like a flashback to like the 50s, 60s type movies where you know these powerful love stories are told, is that something you intentionally wanted to capture for this film?
1: 100%, I, I
0: wanted uh I wanted Billy to have
1: that old school thing, like a Montgomery clift. Not like a not like a a a contemporary 2020 movie star, but the old iconic visual.
0: Is that why like, he sort of really looks uh, like James, James Dean. Dean? James yeah, Dean?
1: And I wanted her to be a, a cross between a delicate Audrey Hepburn and a sexually violent Marilyn Monroe. Oh and I I I think they came out. Of the uh, they went on the first frame that we shot and that realized everything that i envisioned that is so, out of the park they knocked it you, you know did. i was stuck up in a white t-shirt and slacks for that very reason the wardrobe could have come straight out of
0: 1955. one last i know i said that was a lot i just got asked one last question if a sequel presents itself to you would you jump on it
1: you don't say no to these opportunities like this yeah, yeah. I, I i mean i i truly you know, everybody throws around. I see people that are so full of shit use the word grateful, but I am. I, I, these opportunities, these unbridled opportunities, they don't come around. No. And Alan Gilmer and, and Scott Dolezal really set me loose to, 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 to chase a vision and a dream. Well, and they were holding my hand the whole way. But the fact that they let me do this is beyond me. I I, I would make 52
0: of these. I, I really would. It, it, it's a, it, it, it was one of the best jobs that has ever befallen me. And congratulations, you did knock it out of the park. Sean, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing these amazing stories. Guys, again, the movie is called Frank and Penelope. It's releasing in 50 cities nationwide on June.
1: So let me tell you this, we are coming out in every theater in the United States
0: that Top Gun is not already in, which leaves about 50. (laughs) That's awesome. Please check it out. You are not going to be disappointed. This film has a little bit of everything for everyone. Again, thank you to Sean Patrick Flannery, who's at Cannes Film Festival. Enjoy the rest of the festival. Uh, Thank you to all all our audience who tuned in live and those of you who will watch this later on. On behalf of Sean Patrick Flannery and myself, stay safe, stay walking. Till next time, guys. Bye-bye. God bless, brother.